Well, hello there, my friend. My name is Jonathan Doyle, and I am pleased that you are listening. It is a joy to share this time with you because I care deeply about Catholic teachers. I think you do an incredible job. I think you are the frontline forces of the missionary mandate given to us in Matthew 28 to make disciples. If it wasn't for you, who would be reaching into the lives of these young people? You do remarkable work every day, and guess what? There is incredible potential within you. You have not, uh, what is it? Eye has not seen, ear has not heard. The potential that is lying within you, that the Holy Spirit has placed within you and is wanting to unleash. So whatever you're feeling right now, if you're feeling 100%, if you're feeling burned out on your last legs, hang in there because God is not done with you. The script has not been fully written. Your best is ahead. Please make sure you've subscribed to this humble little podcast. Hit that subscribe button. And if you like what you hear today, please send this to some other teachers. Throw it on your social feeds and say, hey, Catholic teachers of the world, unite. Listen to this podcast because Jonathan has descended from the lofty heights of Catholicnessness, and he wants to share it with teachers that he cares about. So please do that and go and check out the links under here. You can book me to speak live. I've so far worked with close to 500,000 Catholic teachers, students, parents, leaders all over the world in live events. So if you want to book me to speak live, please do that, especially if you're an American listener right now. Um, I It is now June of 2023. I am being, uh, I've got a whole bunch of speaking dates in the US coming up. So if you'd like me to speak at your school, your diocese in the United States of America, these here United States, then please reach out because, uh, you know, it's it's obviously less expensive if I'm already there. All right. You don't have to to pay for my private yacht <laughs> to go all the way. How good would a private yacht be? Seriously. So peaceful. All right. You didn't uh, listen in today to hear about that. We're going to talk about one of my favorite papal encyclicals and what it's got to do with you. It's called Evangeli Nunziandi. Isn't that a great name? It's from Paul VI. The OG back in the day, Paul VI had many great quotes, but in Evangeli Nunziandi, he had a very simple sentence that had a big impact on me. I want to share it with you now. He simply said, the Catholic Church does not have a mission. She is a mission. The Catholic Church does not have a mission. She is a mission. There's a lot to this. Like all great quotes, it's short, but it's got such depth. He's going right to the heart of what the church is. It is not a social justice agency. It is not a Christianized NGO, non-government organization. It is not a social outreach arm of a local bishop. The Catholic Church is the church established by Jesus Christ himself. And Jesus Christ himself, my friend, gave it a very clear and extremely specific mission. Do you know that? Do you know that the Catholic Church wasn't given 15 things to do? It wasn't asked to run different outreaches. It wasn't asked to do different sorts of things. It was asked to do one thing. Now, because of that one thing, our great, big, beautiful church does all sorts of different things, but they are as effective as they are focused upon the one mission. And what is that one mission? It's in Matthew 28, and it is when Jesus very clearly says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, all that I have commanded you, not just the easy parts, but also the difficult parts, the parts that are not comfortable or pleasant for us, the full gospel of Jesus Christ, the Lord of the cosmos, the Christos Pantocrator, the Lord of the cosmos, who has full, full rights to be the Lord of our life. So that is the specific mission that Christ gave to the church. Establish the church with Peter, 
promise to be with the church to the end of the age, promise to send the counselor, the spirit, the paraclete to support the church and guide us all the way through. But he asked us to do something, and that was to make disciples. So let me be clear. The Catholic school is not separate to the mission of the Catholic church. It is a central, crucial part of that mission. So what I want to say today is that the effectiveness of the Catholic school will be in direct proportion to its faithfulness to that mission with which it was entrusted. My sense, I don't know if you agree or disagree, you can jump on YouTube, leave comments there, you can uh, email me, but I think one of the great risks for Catholic schools at this moment in history is that they become places of, well, look, John Paul II referred to them as, as sensitive meeting points for the problems which beset the restless end of the millennium. So what's happening in our culture, of course, happens, uh, takes, you know, is present in our schools because our schools are full of humans. And those humans have all sorts of different life experiences. So, but the risk is that our schools can end up becoming at worst, at, at best, they can be weakened in their missionary focus so that they're doing so many things. They're trying to get kids into colleges. They're trying to get test scores up. All of those things are good. Why? Because the integral view of the human person in Catholic education means that we are body, mind, and spirit. So our bodies matter, our spirit matters, our mind matters. So a great Catholic school is going to focus on forming the body, forming the mind, forming the heart. So art, music, literature, physical education and sports all matter because we are made in the image of God. We are embodied beings. But we're not just economic inputs into an economic system. So one risk is that schools become obsessed with getting grade scores and just you know, showing parents how academically rigorous the school is. It's not a bad thing in itself, but if it's taken to an extreme and becomes the main thing, we drift from the mission. And at worst, some schools become almost Maoist political indoctrination camps where members of the executive, members of the leadership believe it is their job to inculcate all sorts of current ideologies that are deeply inimical to the Catholic faith. I would just say to us all that we will all be called to give an account and we must never run a school like it is our own private fiefdom. Our schools are on loan to us. The church and Christ himself loans us these schools so that we can undertake the mission. So I hope that doesn't sound too heavy. I, I want to give it some lightness now and just encourage you again that we are all on this mission together. We are all playing different roles. Remember, one body, many parts, one body, many parts all having these different roles, all having these different parts to play in the one mission. Some of us will be called to do rich and deep catechesis, really teaching the faith to students. Some of us will simply form Christ in our students by our deep pastoral love and care for young people, our pastoral hearts, our presence with them. All of these different parts play a role, but they all play a role in the one mission. So I want you to go back about your work today meditating upon the truth that the school has one mission to make disciples. And I think one of the smartest things we can do is in our own lives through faith, prayer, and sacrament, the beautiful sacraments of our Holy Church, that through those sacraments we become other Christs, that Christ is formed in us, so that by the living of our lives, by the use of our speech, by our smile, by our presence, by our wisdom, by our gentleness, by our patience, look at some of the great you know, Catholic educators like John Bosco. Don Bosco famously said, you know, we must not rule over our students. I was reading um, some of Alfred Adler's psychology in the week and 
Adler was just huge on friendship. He was like building friendship, genuine. You know, I was I went to school with the Morris brothers, and um, and I look at the the beautiful stuff that the Morris brothers have done in taking Champagne's vision of being with, being with the students, being with them and for them and beside them and surrounding them with good example. So you see what I'm getting at here? I'm not saying that it's all about direct instruction. I'm saying it's all about just simply being who Christ has called us to be and living that fully and modeling that to Christ. All right, friends, that's it. We've got one mission to make disciples. Let's get amongst it. Please make sure you've subscribed. You want to book me to speak live? You can find the links here. I'd love you to share this with somebody. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This is the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and you and I are going to talk again tomorrow.